Good love our gracious queens are throughout their just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host United, United Queendom, the number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. So we are sorry that the recaps on these episodes have been late. As we all know, the Queen died and then iPlayer stopped releasing episodes and we also had some technical difficulties. It's been just an absolute fucking shitstorm. But one thing we can say for sure is having seen them, they were not worth the wait. So should we rate these episodes, <laughs> Sam? <laughs> these last two, we're going to do them both one after the other. Bam, bam, bam. Bam! In the words of Alexis Mateo. So, five and four. So they don't even get ten out of ten between them. Yeah, I'm going to go same, five and four. I just think it is... um, I don't think they are doing Aussie and Kiwi Queens proud, to be honest. I think, and I agree with... um, I remember a few weeks ago I said that I spoke to this Australian guy and he said that they hate Down Under and we're lucky to have UK Drag Race. I can totally understand now because um, whereas this was... Worse than the first season. It just looks really cheap. It like um the queens aren't amazing, and I don't know. I mean, there's the we're missed. You're missing. We're missing gold. Do you know what I mean? There's so Aussie Aussie drag culture is incredible. And Aussie gay culture is incredible. Like I'm what I'm what I'm hoping is that they do a season three, but they move the filming to Australia to Sydney, uh, and um and basically um just turn it all around get a bigger stage get a bigger get a bigger set like make it start to look like the rest of the franchise because it's just a bit of a shame isn't it yeah i completely agree and i wonder if they're saving some of the best queens for when they get the set and stuff together cuz like no and no no like no big celebs or the panels there are so many fucking massive Aussie celebrities come on what's going on so at the beginning of the makeover episode, um, Beverly Kit Night of a Thousand Kylies. I mean, what? Come on! Yeah, they must be saving that one, surely. Um, the beginning of the makeover episode, Beverly Kills has left, which now feels like it's about six years ago. I mean, I barely remember who these bitches are now. So much has happened in the last few <laughs> weeks. But we get a um, guest slot from Murray Bartlett, who's the handsome Australian actor from The White Lotus or as I know him originally from Sex and the City and Looking, which is a very good show. He was quite sexy in this, wasn't he? I have to say. I, don't, I didn't find him sexy in The White Lotus, but I did find him quite sexy in this. Well, in The White Lotus, he was shitting in a suitcase, so that is not often very sexy unless you're into that kind of thing. But yeah... He, well, he was also eat, eating somebody's arsehole out as well. I watched that yesterday. Me and my partner are currently re- re-watching what, what, the, the White Lotus, the whole show, yeah. It's, 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 it's so, so good, good isn't it? It really is um, amazing. And did you see that... Um, Jennifer Coolidge won her Emmy for it and yeah. then danced on and stage. Rightly so. She's she, she made she made me cry in that when she was um she does some really good acting in it and like yeah it like made me cry in that one scene where she's where she's freaking out. Do you know what I mean? Because he likes her or something like that. It was just it was so emotional. Oh, it was a lot, isn't it? She's so good in it. She is, and he won the Emmy as well, which also I think was well deserved because he acted high and drunk very well. 
Um, oh, so oh, definitely, yeah. this episode, they're doing the makeover with, I didn't think this was explained very well, but it was like one of them is a Drag Race super fan and then he's just dragged his whole family along who aren't Drag Race fans. We've got Keelan. His they t- were very lovely. They were lovely, I have to say. Lovely. I mean, he was really good looking. and Well, the whole family was quite good looking, actually. I'm not going to lie. But, um, I and it was really, far. it was a nice, it was a nice idea. And they all had, you know, they were all really up for it. And like, and I, I really enjoyed that part, I have to say. That's why I gave it a, a full five. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought we needed a bit more explanation as to who they are and why they're here. Obviously, Keelan was very happy to be there. He had his dad, Tony, cousin Tyler and uncle Paul. And the the uncle... I thought you said you didn't do any notes. <laughs> Sorry, the uncles and dads just didn't even seem like they knew they were going to be there. It felt like it was sprung on them as a surprise. <laughs> and then we got rock paper scissors to decide who got who, which just seems absolutely fucking ridiculous at this point. It does feel like they're just making this up as they go along. Um, yep. We get Tony talking about how he has three gay sons in the workroom, which I thought was way too much. I just think I've <laughs> too I, I, many, and all, but I'm also, gay, but still, also, there is a you, point. But also, why didn't you bring them then? Yes, that would have been a better makeover. Me and my three gay sons. Um, well, no, because it would have been it would have been K- Kalen, where his name is, and his three gay cousins. So four gays. That would have made more sense. Also, can I just one question? I want to check with you. At one point, they said because they're all joking about being in heels, saying Bambi was graceful when she died. Did Bambi die? I thought just Bambi's mum died. No, man, Bambi's mum died. That was a mistake. So <laughs> can we just say that was a mistake? And also, the dad grabbed his brother's dick, didn't he? When they were walking past. Yeah, I mean, bros do that though, don't they? Don't you, don't you grab your brother's dick? No, I do not, thank you very much. You grab it when it's in your mouth. <laughs> Sam! <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I wish I could shove I a dick in your mouth. Just shut you up. <laughs> so yeah, Rue loves talking to these straight men. She always lights up when she does, doesn't she? Um, oh yeah. But yeah, she tells them that what they have to do. Definitely a straight chaser. Definitely, and we can relate. And th- the theme for the makeover is opposites attract. So let's go through what they ended up doing. So Queen Kong and Sister Kong, not a great name. Um, they do a hero no. and villain uh, uh, where Queen Kong lifts her. I thought that she did a great makeover on her sister and mm. I did give it my hit of the mm-hmm. week uh, through lack of other choice, but she did look um, good. The, what it was, the, it was the uh, cousin, wasn't it? Um, and mm-hmm. I mean... I was she, saying sister just because it was like a drag sister or daughter or whatever. But yeah. Right, yeah, no, I get it, yeah. Um, but I, But I, like... He was really good looking anyway, so it wasn't particularly that much of a stretch to make her beautiful. Um, and also, oh, just Queen Kong in general. I'm over it. She's so so Boring. sincere about about like like you know, just so full of like fucking worthiness. It gets on my nerves because like she's been a massive bitch to people and then hasn't admitted it. And um, at one point, I know oh, it's, the, it's in the it's in the second episode, but if I don't say it now, I'll forget. Um, they're all in one. It's you know fine. when they're talking. Yeah, you know when they're talking about um, their partners, um, and you know they read a letter out or something like that, and um, and she was going, and um, and Queen Kong goes, I just I'm just really glad that he gets the um, you know all the oh, I don't know what's the word, can 
um, you know, when something's complicated. I don't know, but she but she refers to herself in the third person. It really annoys me. Like the complicate, she really gets the complications of Queen Kong. It's like, oh, shut up. Ugh. So <laughs> yeah, annoying. It's annoying. Um, Molly does Molly Poppins and candy flippings, and they do sweet and sour dressed as clowns. So I know you're going to hate this. Very Mini Cooper. Oh, spooky Mini Cooper. Um, but I just love Molly Poppins. I'm just gutted that she didn't make it to the final three. Um, I think she's. I think she's just great. I just loved her. She was my favourite person in the whole season. Do you know what candy flippings means? Um, is it something to do with flipping, flicking a bean? No, I only found this out from a different recap podcast, which is it's MDMA laced with acid. So, oh wow! There you go. I gave this my shit of the week. I did not like it. Um, I also yeah, which is a shame. It wasn't great, but I mean, you can say why she chucked her. They got, they got rid of her, but I, you know, it's a shame because I did like her. She seems such a nice person. Mm, I'm not convinced. Um, Spanky and Flash Jackson. Um, I didn't really get the theme of this. I get that they were doing pizza and the the debate about whether pineapple should go on pizza, which, you know, I'm a big fan of pineapple mm. on pizza. I get a lot of stick for it. 100%. It needs to be on pizza. I love it. I mean, it's such a shame they don't do it in Pizza Express, but there we go. Um, and let me tell you... The, 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 and yet they host Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm. The taste sensation, let me tell you, next time you're ordering a pizza, ladies and gentlemen, and Ed is... Um, <laughs> Pineapple and pepperoni. It is quite. The oh, I've never done that. Well, we're making homemade pizzas tonight, so maybe I'll get Liz to do it. Although we don't have any pineapple. Do it. So. Um, but yeah, oh, I didn't so really get this. Time, then, really. I didn't think sh- they looked good. Um, I thought the wig line was unforgivable on Flash, and the makeup was mm-hmm. bad. So I mean, I think it was shit, and I think Spanky got a real. Um, pass on this episode, which I don't know if that was fair. Big time, because they just wanted her to win. Yeah, it become increasingly obvious. And then we had Hanaconda and Helligator. That was probably the best name out of the bunch. Doing Dreams and Nightmares. I found this quite underwhelming. I gave it a bit of a hit, but I thought they were all yeah, quite bad I'm apart just from off, Kong. I'm just I'm just off of I'm just off of Hanaconda since um she basically destroyed Beverly Kills, so I'm just I'm I'm off her completely. Well, I mean they all had a go at Beverly Kills apart from Spanky, but yeah. Um so I didn't think anyone was amazing apart from I did think Kong deserved this win and she gets it and her sister wins a makeup kit. Yeah, she did deserve it. And then we get Molly <laughs> Poppins versus Hannah Condo, the two Hobbit queens face off in the lip sync. But can we can we just say that I just need to make a special a special mention of two <laughs> What was his name? Kaylin. 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 Keelan, I just a special mention to Keelan, who's like literally a tries to take over, uh, b thinks she knows better than Molly Poppins, probably thinks, oh why do I, why did I get this ugly gnome drag queen? I'm fabulous. <laughs> oh, like and, a mole, you know, is that then, it? like a mole, and also <laughs> this is just bog person, and then um, and then falls over. So um, I think a special mention to what a nightmare he was. She had a quite laganja edit all within one episode. So well done on that. Yeah. Um, we had Heartbreak in This City as the lip sync song, which is Steps and Michelle Visage, which have we already run out of Australian songs? Because we've had a RuPaul and now we are having Michelle and Steps. Or is it just because they're cheaper because they are the judges? I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, I think it might have been filmed when it when that song came out, maybe. And yes, Michelle maybe. was like, can we have Pim put my song on there, please? And Rue was like, okay. Well, it still would have made more sense to do it for UK because Steps are a British act, whereas I don't even know if Steps are even that big in Australia. I'm sure they're known to some extent, but I don't think they'll be massive. 
Um, but yeah, I definitely thought Hannah won the lip sync. Um, they were both okay, but Hannah, I thought she had a bit more razzle-dazzle spinning, give good face with those big fat lips. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I, honestly, I can't, I can't deal with the lips because at some point she, she talks about like, you know, confidence and da di da and like, you know, this, this lips look awful. I'm starting to really dislike big fake lips. I have to say, I really dislike them. I think they look terrible. And then when somebody, when I see somebody in real life with them, I think, do you think that that looks good? Because it looks ridiculous. You look ridiculous and really obvious. I do think they look quite good in bitchy, drag. But there we go. But out of drag, they do. Oh, in drag, they look fine. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> why they're doing it, really. I mean, it just shows that they're prioritising how they look in drag over out of drag, which is quite scary. Well, exactly. And who, and who else do we... Oh, we've got loads of people do that, don't they? Um... Uh, Trinity the Tuck does Detox. that. Detox, yeah. Detox, yeah. So out of drag, they start to look really quite odd. <laughs> but then in drag, obviously, they look amazing. Um, so she, Molly leaves. She says, oh, no. And then she goes, oh, well, hooroo. So I thought it was obvious she was going to be going. And we're left with the final three. So let's get into the finale. Um, I have to say straight away. Denali! <laughs> I, um, this is the first finale since we have uh, been doing this. Oh, for quite a long time where I knew who the winner was before because obviously the rest of the world got this episode and we didn't, but social media were all congratulating Spanky. And also due to, due to the Queen as well, like, I mean, it, just first of all, I love the Queen, you know I did, I'm a royalist, etc. Um, I think it was bizarre of the BBC not to put them online at the same time. I mean, the Queen wouldn't have cared, do you know what I mean? The Queen would have been like... And also, you know, we needed, we needed a bit of a laugh, frankly, because it was also Miz. And so there, but therefore, well, we wouldn't have got it from these episodes. So therefore, we get four episodes in three days. It was just overkill. Do you know what I mean? So therefore, something like something that they've obviously paid for, something like Down Under, literally gets 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 got lost. Yeah, it really did get lost in the mix. But I, and Canada, I am surprised. I mean, I think by this point, even if I didn't know, I would have guessed that Spanky won because the edit was getting so favourable in her edit. And Hannah's edit was not getting... Because I thought Hannah was going to win most of the season, but towards the end, it just felt like they weren't mm. backing her as much. But um, it is surprising, because I always thought Spanky couldn't win just because the looks were not good enough. And this is quite unprecedented for Drag Race to crown a queen that they're admitting doesn't look that great. I mean, they kind of well, did it with Jinx, again, but even Jinx is, looked is, better than this. Mm. <clears throat> but this is my problem with, with Down Under. Like, like... In any other rep- in any other season, Spanky wouldn't have come near the top three. Do you know what I mean? Because no. like the looks, no. the looks aren't the looks aren't good enough. She doesn't do it. Makes it's like she's just not a good enough drag queen. She's a great person. She's super lovely. Everybody loved her. Spanky for the win. Yeah, I'm into it. But <laughs> she's not she's not a good enough polished drag queen to win a, a series. I'm sorry. Yes, I wonder if moving. She doesn't even do it full. She doesn't. She doesn't even. Do, she works with kids. She doesn't even. She doesn't even do it full time. I'm wondering, there she is in the background, Spanky, we have an exclusive it's interview. Not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not RuPaul's, RuPaul's hobby race. Well, it's Hobbit race, judging by this season. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know if, um, moving forward, if American Drag Race and UK Drag Race, if queens who don't have good looks, because before you would have said they're not going to win. Maybe this is a complete mm. um, resetting of precedent. And maybe now, because Spanky's won, any busted queen can win if you're charming enough. And... Maybe that's a good thing, but it's not what we've had before. So it's quite no disconcerting, really. Um, should we rate the finale? Oh, we already did five, didn't we? We did it at the top of the episode. Um, four, we did. Five and oh, four. Oh, yeah, five and four. This is the finale. Finale is four because I'm just bored. I'm just bored of it. And, you know, we don't particularly like finales anyway. And it just 
sort of they just sort of rush through it and like it's just and so will we know, feel a bit like you know Michelle yeah I feel like a bit like Michelle and Rhea were just sort of like going oh dear <laughs> so um should we while we're here talk about Canada have you watched that to the um, end yeah I have watched it and like I mean like look at the difference in Queens such compared to this I mean it's outrageous yeah, I actually really enjoyed that finale and I enjoyed the winner and I love the finale lip sync. Spoilers, um, but one of my favourite songs, Celine Dion, A New Day Has Come. I love that they featured mm. that and it was her versus uh, Giselle versus Jada Shader Hudson. And and it was a mid-tempo track and look at that. I mean, come on. Look, I mean, look at Giselle compared to Spanky. They're light years apart in quality. Giselle was so charming and she was so... Her green striking eyes, her amazing looks... A sense of humour. And it was so lovely throughout as well. Lovely throughout. I did think Fierce Alicia should have been in the top two instead of Jada Shader, but I mean, I still think Giselle mm. should have ended up winning, so it's by the by, really. Um, but let's get into the rest of this finale. So they have to do RuPaul's song, Who Is She? Stealing Nikki Graham's catchphrase, I believe. Not fair. Um, Stealing. And they all write their own verse to it and perform it, which we'll get to in a second. But before that, they get a message. Nikki, Nikki should have patented that, don't you think? Like, because you know how, they, you know how, um, like, um, you know how Mariah's trying to uh, patent, um, is it Queen of Christmas or something? Oh, um, I don't know her. Uh, I bet she's trying to get that one because the people would, that would do well. Yeah, but like, you know, who is she? Like, you know, she, like, she could have easily painted that. Well, Cardi B right. did it for... Oh, crrr, so if she can paint in that, then anything's up for grabs. Um, yeah. <laughs> we get a video message from Delta Goodrum. Um, she, Again, a video message, not really there. So annoying. Well, she... Yeah, not there, but at least it was a live one. Because the Murray Bartlett one, I think, was just a video that wasn't even live. But hers was interactive because mm. they did their cringe raps to her down the phone. She had to pretend to like them. <laughs> just like she had to pretend to like Brian McFadden. <laughs> so she has plenty of experience. Um, we, get the, we get the TikTok lunches. I found uh, Kong's very boring. I found Hannah's boring. And you could tell Spanky was... <laughs> The favourite. This is where she talks about her job, her childcare, and yeah, she actually mm-hmm. made me cry. She was really sweet in hers, and at this point, I was full on team, team Spanky, like everyone well, else this season, yeah. even the contestants. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. It's like, I mean, my partner David has just got a job actually for working with disabled um, and um, mentally ill children, and it is something that's very special. So I do feel with Spanky, and like, and when he gets emotional talking about how. They changed him and how important it is and la di da di da. I was just like, oh, I feel like I'm welling up talking about it now. It is, it's such an important thing to do. Nobody wants to fucking do it. So, you know, hats off, wigs off oh, to people like Spanky and my Congrats to David. Yeah, bless him. But he should keep his hat on because he is quite, quite, quite old. Um, <laughs> so, Alexa Shock is the choreographer in this episode. L- looking hotter than ever. My God, like I was like, who? What? I was like, what? <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. What? I was. Who is that? He looks so hot. It was an electric shock, <laughs> and they brought her back despite the fact they put her in the bottom twice in season one for, in dancing challenges. So it just goes to show, even the judges don't agree with so, themselves. It was just, it was just so weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was weird. And then we got the weird letters from their boyfriend. I thought it was. Did did they give Hannah a letter from her boyfriend? Kong a letter from her boyfriend and then give Spanky no letter at all. Is, did that happen or did I imagine that? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is my favourite part of the episode. What the fuck? After, after, 
after they both and they have a VT like oh it's so important you know like his, his love and support really like means the world to me like and then Smacky goes it's times like this but I miss having a partner <laughs> but like surely they could have got a letter from her sibling or parent or best friend or something why have they given her no letter well some of the kids that she helps well by the way Kong's letter looked like it was written by a child so that was worrying I was surprised <laughs> to learn that was an adult but um Let's get onto this finale Denali runway. So Rue's finale dress again was giving me design challenge, which has been quite a theme of hers this season. Um, the budget affects even Rue. Yep. You don't remember it, do you? Which says it all. But I give it a shit. Um, yep. Shit. Whatever. The performance of Who Is She? Um, I thought Kong was the best. Um, she wasn't amazing, and I still don't love those weird roles that she does in the air. But I thought Spanky was pretty bad and Hannah was pretty bad as well actually so I thought it was just like I mean this isn't like this is a finale but I mean remember like when my favourite finale I think was um, season 9 when when they do the music when they do the music video the live music video and Shangela and they're they're all like um, kitty girl yeah the camera's like following them around and like yeah that was fucking amazing look at the difference (laughs) that was quite a special one but then it resulted in Shangela not winning so it was quite a devastating episode yeah, um, yeah. So we get our final runway. Hannah comes out in regal purple. I gave it my hit of the week. She looked good. Um, yeah, she did look. She did look good. I mean, these. I mean, that was it. Was the best dress of all three, to be fair. But then, no, I, I actually no. I really liked. I really liked Co- Queen Kong's as well. Actually, I thought it was um really pretty. But again, there was nothing astounding about any of them. No, I gave Kong a bit of a hit, um, but it wasn't amazing. And Spanky, I obviously gave my shit of the week, and I think she. Never got anything but shits or shits of the week from me this whole season, which is mm-hmm. impressive that she did that and still managed to win. Although I will say this is exactly. one of the best she looked with her Marilyn look, but it still wasn't good. She was saving her one decent dress for the end. Yeah, and decent is even generous. Um, so they speak to their little child pictures, give their speeches, but they say the same old shit that they always have. Very boring. <laughs> and then Rue says... Um, in deliberation, it factor Trump's fashion every time. And I think that was the moment that it was very clear that they were going to make a yeah. bold move by crowning yeah, spanking. It was laying the groundwork, yeah, laying the groundwork for crowning spanking. And before they do, we've got one last lip sync, which is to Kylie Wow. Is this one of your favourite Kylie's? Absolutely, it is. And it's from the album X, uh, which was her first album after she had breast cancer. This should have been the lead single. I was it was when I was working in the music industry actually. So um, the the Kylie's A and R. I knew him at the time, and I was like, "Wow, should have been the first single instead of Two Hearts because it is what everybody would have wanted from it was classic Kylie. It would have been number one all over the world, but um, well, it's still a it's, it was still a hit, and it's still good. But um, I was I mean, going to say <clears throat> it's better. I totally agree with you. That album has got loads of good songs on it, and that it was such a weird choice to release Two Hearts as the lead single because it's so not a Kylie song. It was the lead single that everybody was waiting for the for, for Kylie's post-cancer comeback. It was so weird. It really put the whole campaign off track because then, I mean, I don't... Wow is a good song, but I would have picked In My Arms as my one for the lead single because I love that song and I think that could have been a big so hit. So many good but that songs that one was on really album. buried away. It was like the third or fourth single and then the one was amazing. All the singles are amazing, but they yeah. led with this really weird... Two Hearts, which was just not really... I don't even really listen to Two Hearts very much at No all. one does. It's I, I like a... the song, it's a, but, it's, but it's not great. It's not amazing. No, but this is a good lip-sync song. Um, 
So Kong's headdress, it's a battle to keep it on throughout the whole song. So it felt like she really messed it up. I actually did think Spanky definitely won the lip sync. I think she was giving sexy but funny. Yeah, she was giving winners vibe. But I think as well, like, I mean, did, did, did Spanky not realise she was going to have to... I mean, not Spanky, did Queen Kong not realise she was going to have to lip sync? That's what I think. It looks like one of those, it looks like one of those outfits that you know that you can't lip sync in. So I don't understand why she wore it. Yeah, stupid bitch. Um, did Spanky do a, like a... <laughs> I'm joking. Did Spanky do a party popper reveal at the end? I don't know. I felt like she did. And then last year's winner, Ketamine, comes out. Um, she looks kind of... Ketamine! Looking amazing, I have to say. I did think the wings looked a bit school project, but the actual outfit was... Yeah, there was a lot going on, but it was quite cool. I mean, she's quite a weird winner because she was almost a default winner herself, but we do like her. Um, and then we find we out... We do like her. We do. And then we find out the winner is another very likeable queen, Spanky Jackson. Yay! Well done, Spanky. I mean, you know, I'd love to go for drinks with Spanky. Uh, maybe not after we said that she was shit, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think... I do think... I wanted her to win. I like her, but uh, her looks were not, obviously not good. Yeah, I do like... I do, I do like her, but, you know, it's just... It's just she's, you know, she's not... She's not polished like a winner should be. So, uh, you know, like you said, if like if this is if this is what they want to do, then fair enough. Yeah, so it's a very different winner for Drag Race for a very weird season. And Down Under, once again, has proved quite polarising. But as we are seeing with the UK, we are much better in, in terms of Drag Race. Well, the show, not the Queen's necessarily oh my god um, like, i mean like it just it just uk i mean definitely if you've if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to our recap for um for uk drag race the first episode of season four listen to it it's a bumper long episode because you know we've done you short but um yeah the, the difference in the first episode of uk compared to this is just astounding yes so congrats to spanky and join us for uk season four and until then there's nothing to say but bye cunts bye cunts Right. Click, clack, click, clack. <laughs> <laughs>